Hello, and thank you for listening to ACM's Vault of Cult. This is the fourth episode of the first series. Uh, thanks to everyone who's listened to the first three. I've really enjoyed doing them, looking back on some of my favourite films growing up, uh, showing them to people who haven't seen them before, and then having a conversation about their thoughts on the films. That's uh, so far so good. Uh, they seem to have liked all the films I've, I've showed them. Um, maybe not uh, you guys so much, the feedback for the Super Mario Brothers movie the last episode wasn't quite so positive as with, with the others but still a film i enjoyed and my guest enjoyed as well at uh, this week's episode i'm really really excited um about firstly re-watching it and then having a chat i'm gonna watch it soon with the guys who are gonna uh, discuss the film with me uh, it's the second uh, movie from the 80s we're doing to feature a werewolf uh, this this film bombed at the cinema when it came out in america i'm not even sure if it got a cinema release in the UK. It's one I rented as a kid um, over and over again actually and um, a small group of friends in school um, done the same thing. We all we all loved it. It was kind of like our little secret and it's nice to know that all these years later other people enjoyed the film too. It really has got a big cult following in America now and a small one over here aided by multiple screenings on TV throughout the 90s and 2000s and uh, I think many people rented it like we did. It had a budget of 12 million and um, only made just under 4 million, so that's a pretty big flop. I'm talking about The Monster Squad, um, a film deemed as a Goonies ripoff, but it really isn't. There's so much more than that. I hope uh, the guys who watch it with me enjoy it as much as I do. And uh, yeah, this is one I have very excited about i haven't seen it for a few years i've dug out my dvd copy of the 20th anniversary of it and that came out 13 years ago i think i've probably watched it twice since then so let's see what they thought of it okay we've just watched the monster squad i'm joined by it is i owen making my glorious return thank you very much uh, I'm Andrew. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> you, you're the only one who's been on every show so far. Yeah, despite uh, your best efforts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you two are a musical duo, yes? Well, a duo, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Pukaji players. Hey, they're like the Wild Stallions, as in, we never hear a song. Uh, <laughs> and join us for the first time is... Um, Luke, but some people better, may, better know me as DJ Torrent from the Nuttyverse on our radio. Yes, so we've got a, a DJ with us who's a bit of a nerd, aren't you? Yes, very much so. <laughs> Excellent. So none of you had seen this film before uh, the screenings, and um, mm -hmm. basically, what was your perception of it going in? Have you heard much about it? I think I'd only heard of it sort of a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, when we started talking about some of your other films about this podcast, and it came up, and I thought, that sounds amazing, but I'd never heard anything about it. At oh, all really? beforehand, not at all. Any either of you have to heard of it before? I've heard um, it, of it starting to pick up a big cult following, and what some other like it, an internet critic online started. To put, he put it on top of his like list of like what he's called the new Halloween classics. I thought, oh, okay. oh I thought because you're showing this, and because I'm interested, I thought come come that I'll come watch it and. I'll leave my thoughts for a later one, but yeah, yeah I, I, I sense you enjoyed it. I, I, had you heard of it? I, all I really knew was sort of Goonies meets Universal Monsters, and uh, yeah. it delivered. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, let's do a bit of um, background. The, the director, writer, um, Frank Decker, 
Uh, actually, he said he came up with the idea of Little Rascals meets, because he grew up watching Little Rascals movies and um, the Universal Monsters. But this was made a few years after The Goonies, so I think that might it might be an influence that he probably didn't want to mention in interviews because it's been yeah, compared yeah. to it so much. Yeah. And the, the same actress plays the mum of the lead character. <laughs> um, I forget her name, actually. And, uh, yeah, she... Was it? Yeah, she played the mum in both movies, and um, was in the Lethal Weapon films, which was oh, yeah. um, written by the, one of the co-writers who we'll mention a bit. And another reference, um, I don't know if you guys picked up, but one of the characters keeps saying "Hey, you guys and you guys," which is the big line from the Goonies. And I don't know if that's a coincidence or they've just sort of thrown that in. Oh, if you want to know the name, it's um, Mary Ellen Trainer. That's the one. You've oh, got yeah. you've got the internet. I've got me notes, which my handwriting is terrible, as we know <laughs> from before. But um. Frank Decker uh, only directed one film before this, a, a movie in 1986 called Night of the Creeps. I don't know if anyone's seen that. No, uh, that's seen one clips from it. But it's pretty cool. It's one I hadn't seen until a couple of years ago. It got re-released on Blu-ray, and um, it's just a big B-movie mashup type film, <laughs> zombies and stuff. More adult than this. Um, it's about, about older teenagers as opposed to kids. There is a little reference to the Monster Squad in it. There's a scene where someone's killed in, in a toilet and written in graffiti on the wall is um, Go Monster Squad. And that's because this film was being written while that was being made. And that, that film flopped as well. But this had already got... I think if I look at least, isn't that one quite tongue-in-cheek itself? It is, yeah. It's, 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 yeah um, I think, again, I think I've already seen another, in a, another internet critic mention it before. Yeah, it's kind of a... Um, it is a, a, a big sort of homage spoof almost yeah. and um, they both contain the lines dead guys don't get up and um, walk away themselves which is yeah. in, in both films and back then I think there was the momentum of um, the guy the director uh, Frank uh, Decker mm -hmm. had written the film A House which was a big hit so on the back of that he got these two films yeah. and I think nowadays Monster Squad probably wouldn't have even got made or they'd have just let him do the script or something because yeah. of the flop of Night of the Creeps, yeah. which is well worth watching. And it's basically a film student who went on to, to do this massive um, B-movie fan, and obviously the Universal Monster films, which were an influence for this. Uh, after this, he didn't work for quite a while. Uh, he'd done a few episodes of Tales from the Crypt in... 1990 and then um, was given the role of Robocop 3 and hasn't really well he hasn't directed anything since oh, that was his fault was it um, yeah. well <laughs> I, think, I think it's partly studio interference yeah. well yeah. I mean I really like Monster Squad obviously and mm -hmm. like, Robocop 3 it took me three attempts to get through so I've never made it to the end it's not good <laughs> um, but he recently has uh worked again co-writing The Predator which was two years ago with um, Shane Black who oh, we've got to mention oh they did that as well yeah 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 mm. they, they, um, they both worked mm. on The Predator and uh, Shane Black who is the name behind the film really who people remember he has directed as well hasn't he because he directed um, Iron Man 3 Kiss Kiss Bam Bang and he did actually direct The Predator didn't he yeah the, yes. the new one yeah yes, the new yeah. one yeah. he directed The Predator yeah but made his name right in Lethal Weapon which came out the same year, I believe, as Monster Squad, 1987. Mm. And um, Last Action Hero he wrote as well, which is a, another flop, which I think is quite good. Yeah, another one I want to check out, I had to think about it as well. Yeah, that's, that's actually on um, Netflix, I Got believe. Got names of all of the action films, really, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And th there's, there's influences in that in, in this movie, I think, with the sort of the cops in it. This very lethal weapon, the, yeah. the, the, the dad of the main kid, yeah. who is a, an actor who's been in lots of stuff 
um, usually playing the cop and or dad 95 credits you'll all recognise him when you see him um, mainly TV movies and stuff um, well, Stephen Mack yeah, 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 yeah. his son's in suits is he? Which yeah, one is he? He's uh, the, the like main guy, what, Harvey Spectrum? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah Gabriel Max. Yeah, I didn't know that. Is That's he the one who also played the spirit? Yes. Yeah. Let's run out of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I did. Well, suits in it, and I'm not really a fan. That's um, probably, probably a fair response, yeah. isn't it? A good friend of mine's a massive fan, and I've made watched, watched loads of it just by being around her house. Um, Went on a yeah, bit, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've made her watch some right shite, so, <laughs> so it all evens out. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the main lad, Sean, and I reckon he might be named after the actor who played the lead in and the Goonies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but he he was sort of on TV and stuff before this. Uh, the A Team, Highway to Heaven, T.J. Hooker. Um, his debut was in 1979. He must have been really young. Yeah. And uh, he was actually friends with the the guy who played. Is it Patrick, his best best friend? Oh right. And he yeah. he pushed the producers to get him to play it. Oh, he looks really familiar. The the main lad. I, he, I can't he, think of anything else specific. I think that he's I got that. Him, he's got that face. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's probably why he was even cast. Even looking, looking like now, he still has that face. Like I thought he should have seen him and stuff. I, 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 I don't know if I've, I don't don't know about that, but he made a documentary about about this called Wolfman's Got Nards, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I haven't seen. I really want to. Yeah. And he's interviewed in a. There's another documentary which is on the 20th anniversary DVD, um, just called The Monster Squad Forever. And he just just looks like a bigger, taller version of as a kid. He hasn't really <laughs> aged that much. No. So, um, but I, I think he he's pretty good in it. Pretty solid oh, yeah. as a. Yeah, yeah. yeah really he, good. He's got very good cook. He realistically kind of seems like the kind of kid who'll be able to get this ragtag group of kids together. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the leader, which, yes. which, which kind yeah. of kind of works. I think all the cast are pretty good. Yes, we've got um, scary German guy who's familiar from. That's, that's the only name yeah. he has, isn't it? And um, yes, Le, um, is it Leonard Kim Kimino? Kim, I think so. Yeah, he he, he died in uh, 2012, age 94, okay. and was right. in in loads of stuff. Um, Dune v Moonstruck, the Nicolas Cage comedy, oh, yeah. and um, Waterworld. He was in as well. Oh. It's, uh, it's a film. I might actually do Waterworld for this, but I think a lot of people have seen it. Yes. Yeah. And, um, it's, and also, it's, the films we've picked are kind of fun, which yeah. Waterworld isn't. <laughs> no, um, not deliberately, anyway. <laughs> no. And um, what else you mentioned? Oh yes, the, the sort of third lead. There's the best friend who the actor's quite good and not in much else. Kind of just your average psychic kind of kid, but good performance. And then there's. Um, Horace or Fat Kid. Fat yes. Kid. Yeah, fat, fat Kid. Fat Kid. Fat Kid. Yeah, I think I'm going to say the thing we say about Eugene. I think we can always be the better. Oh, Eugene was um, the, the the kid wasn't even a, an actor who, who played Eugene. He was just a, in it and a bit <laughs> kind of all right. He's yeah. the younger one, and and the two right young um, actors, him and the the, the girl Phoebe, yes. um, would have been about five or six. Phoebe, that's the actress would turn down a role in Fatal Attraction to be in this um, because she thought it would be more fun and more likely her parents saw she'd get more money from it is probably what happened <laughs> and uh, she still acts and um, I'm trying to find her name because we've uh, Ashley Bank Ashley Bank that's it yeah she's and really good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kid actors yeah yep. so she's, really good, she's got really good comedic timing yeah yeah she very, very good for when she since she'd been five or six yes like like you know, literally her acting's like on point in that film. Yeah, I'm trying to find the name of the the one who played Fat Kid because he. Brent Clark, Clark, Yeah, you, that's the one. You've got IMDb up. 
and I've got notes and um, holding a microphone. Yeah, um, Brent Callium, is that his name? Yeah, but he um, retired from acting. The last thing he was in in 1989, he'd done two episodes of Quantum Leap, which is Class. one of my favourite TV shows ever. Quantum and, um, Leap is a classic, I do love that show. Yeah, and um, he re retired from acting, um, I think, to become an accountant or something, and sadly died in, uh, well, he was 22 when he died, I think he died oh, in. Yeah. Uh, 97 or something um, oh, leukemia um, which is, is really sad um, and if you, there's interviews from like on the documentary I've seen and they just say what a generally nice kid he was um, all the others would sort of um, make fun of you know pick on the little girl as, as kids would and he wouldn't and was just really polite and asked after and stuff yeah. um, because the guy who played Frankenstein said that the little girl really annoyed him throughout <laughs> the film because she was just yeah, he's sort of poking him about and asking him why he's not higher up the bill, he said on that. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that so, um, ruins or improves the yeah. dynamic, those two characters. Yeah. That's, um, Tom, yeah, so Tom, yeah, Tom Noonan is the actor's yes. name. He's been in loads of stuff. Um, 12 Monkeys TV series, one of the most recent. Um, both him and Dracula stayed in character um, while... Filming. Yeah. Just imagine being method on a film like yeah, this. Well, exactly. well, um, the guy who played Frankenstein wouldn't, he just wouldn't talk to them normally. I think Dracula did occasionally, and he didn't want the kids to see him out of the makeup. And um, he really annoyed the guy who played Rudy, the sort of older kid, because he thought, thought he was cooler, and he just wouldn't go out. And he, annoyed, he annoyed the makeup guys so much that they played pranks on him by like, um, sticking his eyelids together and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but he's a, he's a good actor and he, yeah. he speaks back on the film really fondly. And um, I, th I think he's just one of those yeah, also, proper actors who goes for it. Yeah, and also, yeah. as a result, argue, argue, well, probably top five, top three um, Dracula performances. Yeah, they, he's, been, he's been voted. Um, but the actor's name who played Dracula, he's got a strange surname Duncan Regier, is that yeah, you pronounce it? Yeah, um, He's mainly a TV actor, he's in a lot of. Um, you know, sort of soaps and that sort of thing. And I thought he was perfect as Dracula. I'm quite surprised yeah, he hadn't gone on to. But yeah. Do you yeah. see, see who was sort of originally like built to play him? Like who they were looking for? Uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. And, um, that would not crap. have been good. That yeah. would have. But, um, would not yeah, have 1987. Liam Neeson. He wouldn't have done much. He'd have probably done that satisfaction. Um, Mutiny on film. the Bounty. He'd have done that with Anthony Hopkins. Would he? Would he, he, would he, he yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so was was that kind of just time where well, he was still cut cast as the bad guy before yeah, yeah, he transitioned? Yeah, from yeah. yeah. He, he um, but he went for the role, and this this guy beat him to it, basically, didn't he? Thank well, God, that, that, that's what, bloody right. Yeah, that's um, nothing against Liam Neeson. No, no, no. Liam Neeson, a Polly Pup. Well, I can't remember what. Oh, Forbidden Planet. That, that's Leslie Nielsen. Oh, Leslie. Liam Nielsen's from Taken. Oh! Uh, which, oh uh, Leslie Nielsen was um, Dracula and Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> which is the kind of you'd have thought for a film like this with kids in, they'd have gone for the light-hearted, almost Not camp really I can't believe yeah, I, I went, got went confused that badly. That is oh, a full-on, I'm taking this really seriously, actor on it. Yeah, and it really worked. Yeah, yeah. And um, it has got some, some kind of scary bits in it. Yeah. yeah. And um, one thing... Uh, there's a scene at the end. What's, does anyone make a note of the line with the, you see he calls the little girl a bitch? Yes. Yeah. I'll put the amulet down, you bitch. Or something like that. He really yeah, goes for it. And then, I, then, I, mean, I hope it's like, give me the amulet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he lifts her up by her neck and says it. And no, not by the chin. By the chin, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, close. It's it's the face, yeah. head, top top end of her. She lifts and um, and um, then he gets flashes his fangs at her and she screams. That was real, 
because she was scared of him with his fangs on. So even though he sort of stayed in character, he'd never have them on in front of her because five then they shot that and just scared the hell out of her um but it was the 80s oh, so that was yeah. they'd probably get the film shut down for that some Kubrick nonsense yeah. that isn't it yes but I, you know I like that whole you know the the method acting and yeah. but the kids um, apparently all really got on yeah. and that kind of comes through in the film I think yeah definitely. yes the, 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 the chemistry between the kids is strong yeah it's few films where the kids actually work yes yeah. you know usually the kids are kind of the crap people in it and yes. you, you might get one or two good up. kids and the rest you sort of think, oh god yeah, but all, all, all the kids yeah. yeah and one one of the the sort of bullies the ones who pick on Horace was the brother in the Wonder yeah, Years yeah Wayne and he yeah. has great yeah. hair one of them as well yeah, yeah. 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 Bloody hell yeah. what a quiff he had but that, I, 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 yeah that they go, go good as well I, yeah. I think all of it all like the kid actors like one Jackie actually had lines that were all very good yeah you know very good and I think that the writing was quite good because it's quite accurate to how at least I was as a kid the, the conversations they have it's um <laughs> yeah, yeah but it you know it's been, it has been heavily criticised um since for being very un-PC and um Fran Decker's stuck by it saying well I wrote it as if you know, I was a kid, and how we did speak. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no majorly strong swearing in it. Yeah, um, they they insult each other. They call each other names. Obviously, the character being full fat kid, yeah. um, <laughs> which you wouldn't get in a film nowadays. But it reflects yeah. the eighties and how it yeah. was. I feel, and also like. Sounds like kids probably would would call the fat kid the fat. Yeah, exactly. Twelve in the year nineteen eighty-six or whatever it is. Yeah, eighty-seven. So yeah, eighty-six, yeah. eighty-seven. Yeah. You're twelve years old. You, you would have been that obnoxious, probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I hope you would, anyway. Uh. But yeah, and that, that, that makes the characters more more relatable. Yes. And yeah. sometimes in in family films, the the kids are too sweet, too nice, too innocent, almost. Yes. In this, in this, they're kind of not. No, they they, they feel realistic yeah and they're, they're they're passionate i love the fact that they're that passionate about monsters that they've got their little club and it's all posters of the old movies yes. and they're quizzing each other on it they nickname one of their teachers um is it some, it's cat head and yes. um they, they know that, that's a reference of what cat people the old yes. old film yeah. um and there's lots of references in the film like the scene with the little girl by the lake is the massive reference to the scene famous scene in the 1931 frankenstein where yes. he ends up killing her whereas in this he befriends her yeah. Yeah. lots of you know bella lugosi the wolfman yeah. um but originally they wanted this to be made by universal mm -hmm. and then they could do the, the characters as if it was there you know, like um but it obviously made changes wolfman they've just made him look sort of bigger and so that one's not so bad because I don't think you can copyright Wolfman as much. Yeah. Mm. But Frankenstein, yeah. they've moved the the bolts from the neck to the top of his head. Yeah, he's not More great. A staple effort now. Yeah, yeah. Gilman. Yeah, Gilman. They've changed the name of that. Um, the, the color of Frankenstein's skin. Dra Dracula's. He's got more red on him, and he's, he's not as as he's had hair plugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they've had to make changes. But when I was a kid, I didn't really notice all that. No, well, I couldn't have told you anything about no. that. No, they, no, they, they they changed enough, but they still people would still associate with the classic, the iconic kind of images, the yeah. universal ones. But all of the characters are kind of predate and both yeah. exist after the universal. Yeah. So I guess there's enough yeah, so, kind of yeah. It's, 
yeah, it, hand it, expression going yeah. on, but um, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I mean, it, all they all they had to do was avoid making it too much like their. They just had to not yeah. film it in black and white. That's how they got away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really but they, they, they honestly had to. Um, <laughs> I love the way how you've made yourself laugh at that late. He's <laughs> going for it, but you can't. Um, but they, in all the the advertising for Frankenstein, he was green, so they had to make him not green. And um, apparently, the, the original designs they looked a lot harsher, scarier, so they had to change that, tone it down a bit. Yeah. And um, yeah, it all works. I don't think we'd have really noticed either way. No. Um, it's only that I was intrigued. As, oh, it's TriStar. I, I always assumed it would have been a Universal. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Look into yeah. that. Yeah. It's just the fact that it's, it's billed as the Universal Monsters. It's basically in the opening credits, isn't it? Featuring the Universal Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 the way it starts, actually, it's got a really dark in, introduction scene with Van Helsing, or Van Halen, as they have written on the <laughs> on the wall at one point. And then it does start dark. You know exactly that it's not going to be 100% yeah. kiddie friendly. friendly. Right. Um, I think there's another thing that makes it work as well. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, not, it's not all kiddie It's not all kiddie, kiddie Yeah. Type. And I think that that's the the appeal to when I first watched this, I'd have been nine, ten, maybe maybe a little bit older. Um, my parents rented it for me, which was a bit of a. Um, <laughs> but the, it was one of the few a group of us. I mentioned this in the intro. A, me and a few friends just loved this film, and we'd all rent it and go into each other's houses. And every few weeks, it seemed, but it was probably only a few times we would. And I actually remember when um, I was in college. Um, it was for sale because it never came out. I don't think commercially to buy on video. It was like X yeah, rentals. Rental, and there was an X yeah. rental in a second-hand shop, and we got wind. And like three of my mates all tried to get there first to get the coffee, <laughs> and I, I didn't get there. I think it was actually in. Um, I think yeah, not out of time in Ipswich. It was over oh. there. Well, there was another little record shop near the Spread Eagle called Time. If you don't live in Ipswich, this will mean nothing to you. <laughs> um, but I thought I'd mention. Um, Time Records because it's an awesome record shop. So um, there we go. Um, if you want to sponsor us, you can. Um, no, um, <laughs> but it was that sort of underwear. Yeah. That's what they do, isn't it? Yeah. Podcasts. <laughs> yeah. But um, my point for that was that we watched this film when we were sort of ten, eleven. Then by the time we were seventeen, we still really liked it. Yeah. Whereas a lot of films when you're that age, you don't. And yeah. when you look back on it, it's like for me the reason I liked it so much is it it wasn't this lovey-dovey kids yeah. you know you know it's, it it's, it, even films like Never Ending Story are a bit you, you still enjoy them though but it's, it's a bit yeah fairy tale almost yeah, yeah. Like, it, this this one like doesn't some, it doesn't like kind of talk down it kind of talks to a similar level maybe slightly a bit higher yeah it's yeah. just a film where the characters happen to be kids in a way isn't it yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's not preachy there's no, no. moral in it yeah. apart from you know don't mess with monsters yes. or if you're going to mess with them beat them yes yeah. Yeah, so make sure, you, make sure you know your stuff before you fight them. Yeah, and um, we haven't really mentioned the plot. It's the plot's it kind of it's there. Yes. Yeah, it's one of those where it kind of writes itself in a yes. way. Yeah, um, these kids like monsters. It just so happens the monsters rock up in town <laughs> at the same time. They find a way on the exact day it will happen that they'll be able to stop all monsters for yes. the foreseeable future. Quite handy, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frankenstein and um, becomes friends with them. Yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah. Ah. Frank ah. Uh, I've demonstrated my worth. You can go yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. See you later. <laughs> um, which I, I think that bit's a bit. Um, Dracula sends him on a mission, and he don't do it, and he befriends them. But that, that's just the point that I you mean, needed that bit in the sense film. Of the character as well. Yeah. 
Um, but that, that's the sort of heart in the film is the yeah. friendship between Dracula and mm. the little girl Phoebe. That shot where they're all walking along. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the best shot. That's a good shot, and like it's again one of the times we're like, and I think we probably would have had it like, like a, like a big montage, or would have had it like a big heavy kind of trying to make a big fun game of it where it's a simple just them um, walking walk, yeah, yeah. with the, with the and that, more and that's 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 like watching it they always say that Dracula's never concerned because Frankenstein's monster goes missing for about a day <laughs> at least from the monster's lair but then to they, fulfill his devious mission but no they don't seem concerned so it's like but they, they have written be, him off yeah well also to be fair Dracula's like trying to get the, the amulet underneath the house there's probably that's funny. The excuses that he gave. Yeah, he's preoccupied with, he his, he with being evil. Frankenstein was going to snake. Yeah, him, that's what I mean. Yeah. He oh, kind yeah. of gave him the opportunity. Like, go away, away mate. Go on, you do that. Let's get that out of the way now. Yeah. 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 But yeah I was just, just thinking that that scene with them walking off. If this film had been a hit, that would be maybe the iconic, like yes, the, when you see um, Danny from Karate Kid on the, the yes. big beam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be like the yeah. one like be on, it would be like on freshly made posters and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's sort of And um. I did kind of want, want to have that put, put so on like one of my wallpapers on the, the it, it, it was my um my was it um background picture on Facebook for a while? Yeah, you got your actual picture of you when you're all happy and grinny. Then you had the background picture. Which old people, if they're over a certain age, never have a background picture. I don't know if you noticed this. Yeah. It's just nothing. Yes. Um so mum sort it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they always just a zoomed in picture of them for this same picture. <laughs> which, which you get quite a lot. Um, well, it, could, yeah. it could be much. It could be like my mum have no picture of her, like no, no picture at all. Yes. Um, I keep saying, I keep saying that she needs to have a picture because she's not well account. Yeah, well, it might be my, my um. Anyway, the Monster Squad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, on a Facebook tangent. Yeah, and another thing mentioned is um that uh, Fran Decker, who wrote and directed the film, was only twenty seven when he done it, and they reckon that on set he was like the 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 extra kid. So I think he was young enough to still yeah. get it and an actor's director yeah, yeah. and um, probably you know bonded with the kids better yeah. than say an older yeah. director would yeah. um, and it, it's really it's, yeah. very, it's very 80s yes but when you think about it he'd have been a kid in the early 70s so yes. things hadn't changed as much in that time yes. whereas like now the 15 yeah. year gap you've had the internet be more used yes. to so yeah. he could probably relate to them more than Say, yeah. you know, if, if it had been made in 2007, for argument's sake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, but it, it has got a real 80s feel. There's only one montage bit in it, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Where a song called Rock Until You Drops playing, I think. Yeah. Really yeah. And um, they're all doing the, the stuff to defeat the monsters. They sent um, the leather jacket Rudy out <laughs> yes. to get some arrow stakes and bullets. They kind of leave him as the, um, the actual heavy duty man, don't they? Yeah, yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Why is he hanging out with them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, hanging, he's hanging out with them to perv on the, the the girl who's getting changed constantly. Oh yeah, he's really cool uh, until he starts being a pervy blackmail guy. Yeah, he, um, that bit. yeah. he's not that cool. The, 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 their um, treehouse where they have their meetings is opposite a window of a, a teenage girl about his same age. He's a sister of one of the, the lads yes. and she is constantly just getting changed. Oh, is it the sister? Well, oh. I mean, I suppose it's perhaps not constant, but people do get changed quite often in their day-to-day -day lives, don't they? Do they? Well, yeah. sort of like in the mornings and the evenings and that, and sometimes if you're Mr. Ben, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you not, do you not get changed then? I wear the same clothes all the time. Once a day, I'll get changed. That's yeah, a bit but, of I mean, work. this film's set over a few days, isn't it? 
Yeah, I, suppose, I suppose if he's there the same time every night, I'll let you off. Right, yeah. Yeah. I suppose yeah. he's got must have a window. It, it wasn't like they, they didn't have a montage of her getting changed. That would have been <laughs> that'd be a bit weird. Yeah, yeah that, that would have been yeah that'd have been seventies and a bit more European. Yeah. yeah. Than a, a very American 80s film. Yeah. Secrets um, of a Monster Squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we've mentioned the, um, <laughs> the the 80s tune, Rock Until You Drop. I don't know who it's by. I think it was probably written for the film. Um, you mentioned the music. There's the score. Yeah, um, fantastic. Which, uh, it's a guy who done Silverado. Ross Broughton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to... I yeah. don't think I've made that up. I think that's true. But Brent Broughton. Bruce, 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 You've got Pip West and Chaos One Assumes, yeah. Quincy and Hawaii Five Up as well. Let's yeah. not forget that. The Silverado is a very 80s western. No, that's a good film. Not as good as this, though. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's good. It's Kevin, Silverado is probably Kevin Costner's best western. Yeah. Controversial. Ooh. It's definitely Kevin Klein's best western. Yeah. If you've seen Wild Wild West, which isn't a western. Um, so, yeah, I think <laughs> the, the score yeah, really that's works. A, well, that's about Wild Wild West. Yeah, yeah. But I think I like it, that film. It's a yeah. great film. Yeah. Great film. <laughs> <laughs> <Carry on. laughs> um, but I think the score really works. It's got that that horror feel. I almost wanted yeah. more of it. Yeah, because it's that it's of that quality. Particularly yeah. those opening credits, I would yeah. say. When they've got yeah, all the acts coming, that bit of the says, score is perfect. Yeah. It's up there of yeah. anything, and it's almost yeah. you're well, missing it later on. Sorry. It, it comes back right at the very end as well. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It, it sounds like it's almost. Like imagine uh, the like that the Universal Monster films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's, 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 it's research. It's what it, it's. it's well, I get the impression they didn't. It, no, I, that's the thing. He, he, he wasn't really interested. They, they, he just sort of went for it, and it, it kind of worked. I don't think yeah. he was one who sort of watched all these films and was like, "Yeah, let's yeah. get well, into the zone." Not John Williams. No, yeah, no. <laughs> but, but the director. <laughs> <laughs> the, the director said that when they were once the film had been shot and he was a bit worried, but when they. Put, they got the orchestra and stuff, put the music over it, it brought a tear to yeah. his eye because that's when it hit um, that that, you know, it's going to work. And I, I really think, in general, the music really helps it. It's, we were sort of talking earlier before we started recording about how the, the um, you don't really get music like that in films now. Or yeah. It doesn't seem like it. You it there's nothing you memorable. Don't. Music nowadays, for my, my money, is just kind of brief bits of sound at the kind of allotted moment yes. rather yeah. than kind of actually trying to do anything with well, it's it. Well it's because they use all sort of filler music from other films and yeah. so then they try and make something as close to what they've got from that and then it just and also endless. expanding soundscape well, because yeah. everything's got this sound effect yeah. and, and, and uh, hasn't done anything interesting well, in 25 years unless it's <laughs> a, I think I think some of the best some of the Marvel films like, like well, well well a lot of them they use well like the kind of acid, they use like actual bit of soundtrack, but it's actually sound from the film. But yeah. also, um, the soundtrack um, Mark Marburg did for um, for Ragnarok was really good. I, I did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a bit different. Wasn't yeah, it? I know. Yeah. I yeah. like that. But, yeah. but then um, I suppose you've had got Captain Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy, where they just take sort of hit singles, and that kind of works in a different way. Yes. Yeah. In the way the montage does business, uh, and uh, um, the rap at the end. Yes. The Master Squad rap, which yeah. is friggin' awesome. Uh, We're the really Master Squad. It's, it's amazing. It's not Citizens on Patrol, isn't it? It is, yeah. like, which is another banger. Yes. yes. Oh, that's a good sign, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think there's one thing, Buffy watching this film, I feel like it is probably one of the most criminally underrated films I've ever seen. Yeah. 
It's it, it, so criminally underrated. When you, when you look at films, what I remembered, I mean, we'll, we'll compare it to The Goonies. So that, that's yes. and, and I think it's aged a lot better than The Goonies. Yes. Uh, but it might, you know, The Goonies is considered, you know, it's, it's in the sort of top 100 at least of the 80s. It's probably in a lot of top 10s of the 80s. And I feel this film, okay, it's made after, and it might not have even made if it wasn't for The Goonies. It's not a blatant rip-off. There's similarities. No, it's got Dracula in it, so it's <laughs> better, isn't it, really? <laughs> well, I think the, the plot works better. The, the, the characters are more likable. Yeah. And a lot of them, I mean, I do, don't get me wrong, I do like the Goonies. Oh, of course. But, yeah, there, but the Goonies there's, are classic. But there's, there's scenes in it where the kids are just yelling at each other, and it's a bit, yeah. you know, it's a bit annoying. Yes. Whereas in this, no. No, no, no. Like What's the, kid, the kids? Brolin in Goonies doesn't do it. He's a really, really good actor, but yeah. in that, he, he gets on my way. But the sort of, the equivalent, the Rudy lad in this film, is much more likable. Yeah, and then... Um, apart from when he's been a blackmailing perv. Yeah, apart, apart that. from that, he's but really good. It's a shame that <laughs> none of the, the actors really went on to do to do much after. I mean, yeah. Rudy was in a TV series um, uh, with Fergie from Black Eyed Peas for, oh, for right. years called um, Kid Incorporated, which I imagine is an American thing, which didn't get shown over here. If it did, I don't remember it. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I think... He lives off being in this film, which is fair enough. Yeah. It's a shame, but I mean, nowadays with Comic Cons and things, they can, can't they? It's, yeah. um, but it's, it's the the young girl who played Phoebe's still working in TV and stuff. Yeah. But I think with a film that bombed this heavily, it it might have been difficult for, especially for a young young actor. I mean, the the guys who played the parents that's something probably didn't affect their career at all because they're character actors doing lots of stuff. Yeah. They'd have the stigma of being in this massive plot. It's one of those things. You've got yourself to the casting. You've been in the queue of all the other child actors. If you haven't got anything to prop your name up with, yes. yeah, you don't go. Oh, I was involved in that massive flop. Hire me. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A sort of uh, like a minor Jake Lloyd syndrome, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you, but <laughs> the, the thing is, though, they're actually good actors. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's, oh, oh, oh. let's be nice to Jake Lloyd. Sorry, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're clear. I know you have a little tough. I'm sure, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> one, thing, one thing we haven't mentioned is the the special effects, which is done by some of the guys behind Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, boss. I, I, I think. think it's possibly, yeah, possibly. That, that, the lightning is very Ghostbusters. Yeah. Least. Well, it's, it's um, one of the the taglines for the film, which were on the post and trailers. Well, there's three I can think of. Um, but um, the main one was, you know who to call when you had ghosts, but who are you going to call when there's monsters? Um, so that's a massive yeah. reference yeah. to that. Um, never send a man to do a kid's job was another one. Mm -hmm. And then my personal favourite, call them for a monstrous time. Which is not many of the posters you see now, because it's... Yeah, it's crap. Dodge, dodge. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, but the taglines are, are very kiddie in it. Yeah. One thing we were going to mention is you know that who did they aim aim this thing at and um, film at? But but um, the special effects. How do you think it stood up? They're yeah, decent. Good. They kind yeah. of they have that well, you say Ghostbusters kind of vibe where yeah. they feel yeah. rushed in a way. Like good idea, but maybe needed to study a little more. Yeah. But yeah. They don't. They age no worse than any other effects. Like yeah, exactly. It's yeah. aged no worse than any other age. Yeah, I think if it, if it got a decent, um, you know, what do you call it? Um, well, oh, Blu-ray yeah, releasing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they could probably clean it up and it could still look pretty good. Yeah. There's only moments where it's sort of the flying scenes. Yes, that's what they doesn't. Yeah, they have sort of, like, there's too many bits kind of where they've got benches flying and it gets into that yeah. weird, yeah. slightly poltergeist territory where yes. you think, oh, 
perhaps they should have yeah less is more wires. yeah but they should have watched the exorcist yeah <laughs> yeah but the um the makeup and sort of you know that oh, side of it all looks yeah. good yeah. Yeah. No, no, the matte yeah. paintings are stunning yeah yes. yeah um, I think it, it does feel a bigger film than it probably was. I mean, yeah. I, I yes. said earlier that the budget was twelve million, which for then not big. No, no. not not huge at all. Um, but when you're only uh, making what three million, three point seven oh. million anyway. But um, I'm pretty sure it only got a cinema release in um, America because the United States said worldwide gross and US gross was the same. And when oh, you look great. at a film like recently, Alita, the um, James uh, Cameron, yes, yeah, produced yeah. one, that didn't do so well in America, but made its money abroad, and made made a big profit. So yeah. it might even get a sequel. Yeah. So um, yeah, you, I also heard that people now like visit in America, and that apparently a lot of people have been praising it for it's been one of the uh, anime, like that SM adaptations. Yeah, I, mean, I actually really enjoyed that film. I thought, yeah. it, thought it was great. Um, and probably should get a sequel. There was rumours there was going to be a sequel to this, probably about ten, fifteen years ago, but never happened. Now's um, the time to do it. Well, I think it's had a little bit more interest because of Stranger Things and yeah, Super Eight and things like that. And people are looking back on yeah. this era, and this is kind of the hidden gem. Eighties revivals are sort of finally good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but the eighties is that decade. What's been retro since about ninety four? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's that, um, it's, there's something kind of likeable and fun about 80s films like this yes. and I mean I haven't looked at what films were released around the same time but that could be another reason why it flopped yes. um, well, the first one we ever um, reviewed was Master of the Universe released the same, same year, year. Yeah. same year and two films were I think deserve to be a lot bigger and kind of both don't quite know what they're about I guess yeah yeah you're right and who, who they're aiming at because um, Master right. Universe was a bit too dark for kids really wasn't it yeah. and it was also very stupid yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's, I, that's I, what I like I, 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 like, I wanted to talk about but again I grew up with the what, 90s version of Master of the Universe oh the 90s cartoon of it yeah oh okay I, I never saw that so, um, do you mind me asking how old you I am um, 28 so, okay, so you, you're ten years younger than me, so that makes sense. Because yes. I watched the eighties version, you watched the nineties version. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I was actually done really well. Like, I got, got me into it. Like, I had the He-Man and Battle, Battle Cat. Yeah, yeah, who's Cringer? The, the, um, oh, his yeah. pet. Which yeah. there was an awesome dog in this film. Which oh, oh yeah, yeah. He, he, um, he, um, yeah, the dog yes. didn't even hear the dog's name, did they mention it? I think that's yeah, it's quite a bit listed as Pete. Yeah, he's listed as Pete. Yes. Oh, awesome. That's uh, yeah, because yeah. they were yeah. Pete played by Kevin. Oh, okay, <laughs> awesome. I'm glad you noticed that. Yeah. Um, but there's a it, the dog acts, which is great, yes. and he's sort of looking at where the monsters are and being scared. And the best bit is when they all do like the <laughs> high five thing, and his little paw goes on yes. top. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if we, wonder if we could get an interview with him. He's, oh, no. Oh. No, but oh, I think he all, doesn't all, know English. Yeah. Think, no, I think, yeah, he speaks Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna. No, I think, I think also. I think he's kind of also kind of like that. That like squad had monsters. He's a beagle, ah. a random breed. Ah, fun fact. That's see, we, I like this. We're all bringing different stuff to it. But yes. um, I, think, I think I think kind of kind of is that one of them like, dogs in like popular America at the time. Ah. I also think it's Snoopy the Beagle. Yeah, cool. But, he, good ears, isn't it? That's yeah. <laughs> but um, was there a dog in the Goonies? 
No. Never seen it. Ah, screw you then. Oh, well, you haven't seen it? What? No. Oh. Never seen The Goonies. Oh, oh, I've right. too much stuff to do. But I watched The Monster Squad yeah, you exactly. made the right choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, we covered the special effects, and I, I think... Um, dog licks envelopes. Dog, yeah, dog, yeah dog, dog, That's dog, the best that, bit. Dog, dog, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, well, but I, I really like that gag of... Um, there will be spoilers, I don't care. That, um, quite, well, so halfway through the film, Eugene, the, the younger kid, um, just writes a letter, Dear Army Guys, and then... Um, Wolf's in Confederate hat, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, basically, there's I'm monsters, right. come, come and help. Yes. And um, then at the end, after they've resumed, um, they've redeemed, saved the world, yeah. uh, the army show up, and who's Eugene? Yes. And um, that's kind of how it ends, and that's, yes. that's a nice little throwaway gag he got yes. in these sort of things. Another brilliant joke involving Eugene is the... There's a monster in my closet. Oh, I like that jack was brilliant. That jack was brilliant. His dad opens the door yeah. and he's not looking at his dad. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, kind of a robber, but he opens him and the monster sneaks out the window. Exactly, yeah. It's, um, That's the mummy. No, no, it's a nice sight. All right, you yeah. monsters, all you get out. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so um, that was great. And there's one there. Well, and that's probably the second most famous scene from the film, apart from the. Um, Wolfman's Got Nards, which we, yes. we mentioned earlier on, which is the quotable line. They named a documentary after it. Yes. There's a um, European dance song with that bit, the quote, mixed into it, apparently. I've never heard that. <laughs> but that would involve listening to European dance. Um, but That's good. Yeah. The only way I'd have improved that bit with, um, with Eugene and his dad, just imagine if it had been the, the coach out of Teen Wolf, a previous film discussed on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. If it had been him playing oh, that role, that yeah, would have been perfect. That yeah. Been something else. Yeah, chewing his gum at the same yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> but the guy is good. He's like, oh, yeah. You know, is that yeah. sort of? Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the the adults in it are kind of underused, which yeah. works the effect of because you see the film through the kids' point of view. Yeah. You know, like in some films, you'll have the adults and almost like a, a teenager or a kid will be represent the audience. Yeah. Whereas in this, I'd say the two younger two, um, Phoebe and Eugene, represent the audience because yes. yeah. they they want to be part of the. Yeah. The gang. It's a, bit, it's a bit like Peanuts, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although they are well, sort of like, actual, actual characters. But then, then again, also, references again, Peanuts, like I said, the dog. No, oh, of course! Oh, yeah, 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 see? That's well, they slide, they slide guessing there was a dog in The Little Rascals, which is yes. maybe influenced. So yeah, that, yeah. That yeah kind of, there was a dog in The Little Rascals, right. and I believe he was a pit bull. Oh, we go, see? I have very, very useless it's very useful for this that's <laughs> what, it's well worth it yeah. um, I want to watch The Little Rascals now um, I always think of the isn't it The Simpsons when they made Mo was a member of The Little Rascals there <laughs> 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 um, was in like one episode like 30 years ago but I remember that um, but I mean I think it's a I was, I was, one of the questions I was going to ask is do, do you guys think this should have been a hit and I'm guessing that's a yes yeah, well, yes, yes. at least um Make its money back or turn yes. it off, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I feel this film was very, very hard done by. Like, it was clearly made with love. The actors are on par. I can't think of bad performance in that film. No. Okay. It, it was just. It's a great fun time. I don't understand mm -hmm. yeah. why no one went yeah. to see well, it. Well, it's so many. I think it's a bit. Sorry. Oh no. So, compared to like Timor, for example, which you say we watched a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That feels like a low-budget film. Yeah, like it, it feels like they edited it in about space twenty minutes. Yeah, well, this looks good. The whole, yeah. it actually fought, it is a real film. They fought it all through. Um, there's so many references to the old Universal films. 
even some of the names used and that sort of thing. It it, it looks massive. Yeah, it's it, just it, it, it's the sets and, that. It, yeah. Was it just a bit late? Race? Was it much like Masters of the Universe? Was it a bit late to capture whatever sort of cultural zeitgeist might have been going on? I don't know. Well, this is the thing. I think possibly that yeah. I mean, the, the monster movies from the the thirties, forties um, had died off but then people would be watching the repeats on on tv yeah. yeah um but maybe just monsters weren't the cool thing ghostbusters was around for sort of five years it was still big so maybe they were thinking if people like that they might go for monsters but it just might not have seemed cool enough when it came yeah. out well cause yeah, so some people yeah. i think at the time it kind of got criticized for that sort of element of combining two genres like that is normally a sign that both of those genres are kind of uh, Sort of creatively bankrupt at this point. Yeah. I don't think that's a, a fair diagnosis, no. but I can. Yeah, I mean, I can sort of see where they're coming from. That it, might have put people off watching it. Yeah, and it um, not getting the worldwide release. Yeah, um, which we mentioned, and yeah, then that must have been made yeah. fact. Yeah, and the, the fact that it, I think it over here, as I, I also mentioned, before, it only came out on video to rent, not buy. So. Well, the way rentals film work, you've never heard of. It, yeah. yeah, and it's like the, the video shops will buy the rental copy. And then they make the money how many times they rent it. So people like me who would have rented it, me and my friends would have rented it four or five times, they'd have got no more money for that, would it? Yeah. It's not like when you stream something nowadays to the money, you either buy it or you get a bit of money each time you rent it. So I think more people probably saw this than you'd think yes. because of the way the video worked then. I might be right, but that's how I'd see it. And then it, it, about five years after it was made, it would have been on that cable in America late night, that sort of thing. Yeah. It was definitely when it was shown on TV in this country. It was on late night. Because um, I'm assuming it cause fifteen over here. I'm assuming. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. assuming it was would have been an R or no. It was a, it was a PG thirteen in America. Really, um, a, lot, a lot of films that fifteen over here are PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah. In, Amer in America, I mean that's, in America, that's like, about Gremlins, isn't it? Yeah. Sort of should be really. I think. But, uh, like, yeah, but yeah. I, I wondered if maybe the higher rating had made yeah, it think, difficult for. Well, I think. Yeah, I think. Mummy, why did get put over here? Like maybe yeah. they thought, oh, we could bring this um, some more kids over here and go. Right at a 15? Yeah, I mean, I think. There's no point really I think, because no kids will go see it. No, but I mean, be, be, being a 15, when I was 8 or 10 or wherever I was, made, made, made it more yeah. interesting. Whereas in America, when it was PG 13, it's about 12 year olds. So people over 13 probably don't want to watch a film about 12 year olds. And they're on the. Maybe if they'd have done a poster with just the monsters on it or something instead of the kids. Yeah. Um, it might have, they might have sold it differently. I think watching it as an adult. It's nice because you can sort of relate to being young. Yeah. But would you have gone to the cinema to see that? You know, um, personally, I'll go see anything. I like that kind of film. I would, but I think the mainstream wouldn't. No, so no. if a film came out now about, you know, we're, you're sort of 20s and then on late 30s. Yeah. But if a film came out now about kids fighting monsters, would you go out of your way to go and see it? You wonder, don't you? Like, yeah. 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 The mainstream audience. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so you have to. a fifteen. You're thinking, oh, this is. Gonna yeah, be yeah. Fun. I mean, yeah. But if it was rated a twelve, say, like the equivalent of a, um, you'd think no. So they'd have to. If this was made now, I think it'd be toned down to a PG, yes. and sell it for the Saturday morning, Saturday matinee market. And it'd probably be bobbins. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would be uh, well, it'd probably be animated now, like um, Hotel Transylvania, and that yeah. sort of. And it would definitely be, even though there's some good humour in it, it would definitely be sillier. Yeah. And I think the dark side of it works. And then when there's a, a joke, it emphasises the joke more. Yeah. Yes. So um, that, that's kind of why I, mm. I think it, it's criticised for being too much like other films. But is it? 
Yeah. You know, it's just to no. theme a degree with kids. That's <laughs> yeah. what's. Um, and there's. Yeah, no, that's what I'm basically criticising. But there are lots of films could face. You could make that same argument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then, you know, going back to the Goonies, the Goonies was only a PG. Really? And, and also, it's so 12 now over here. It's been put up because of the hanging scene at the beginning, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, that had Spielberg behind it, which in the 80s couldn't what? do wrong, could he? No. You know, and to be honest, he made some bloody good films, so yeah. you can see see why. But yeah. at this I, stage, as you say, you've got two college graduates, and a, I'm guessing not. A, well, it's, it's a good budget, but it's, as you again, wasn't big budget. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And um, I think the, the trailer and the poster stuff may have made it look like not as well made film as it is yeah. it's kind of got that cheesy thing and I, I don't actually know I think it was released in the summer it would have been a nice film to release at Halloween yes. yeah. I'll have to I'll check that but I'm not sure when it was actually released but I'm pretty sure it wasn't at Halloween um, but, but interestingly enough in the 90s Hocus Pocus wasn't released at Halloween because yeah. that, that, that flopped as well which is sort of well known as a Halloween kids favourite now but that, that yes. didn't do very well at all when it came out mm. um, so yeah I mean it's you can see well, you can see why the film didn't do well, but as a film, once you've seen it, you, you just kind of think, why? Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's really short. It's, I think it's 82 minutes, and the studio cut out, well, what, 13 minutes shorter to get it to under 90, and it ended up being... So when you watch it, yeah. you can't think, maybe there was bits, because it flows really well. It's well so maybe the bits they cut out should have been cut out? I yeah, don't know. I've had another 20 minutes quite yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I said the so same thing. I don't normally thing. say that about films, but yeah. it felt too short. It could, don't get me wrong, it's faultless. Yeah. But I could have had more from it. I think, yeah. the, only, I think the only fault I have is just that, like, the end, they have like, a really good shot where... All the crystal on and they start moving again. I think no, it should have been done that thing that you saw in the night. You just turned into a picture. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's more of the direction oh, of it, really opposed to the credits. Yeah, yeah. I quite like it's, it's a bit walk in a way when you have the credits. Bit of sort of um, die-hard Ghostbusters kind of ending, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't mind that. To be honest, it's quite I, don't know, I think it's a different. I don't know. Maybe yeah. just. I'll but one thing which is, is rare, they didn't really leave it open for a sequel at all. Which no, is because. Quite refreshing. They'd use all of the monsters. Yeah, who'd yeah. they have had? Yeah, but you, 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 you might have seen that. Dracula's teeth would have grinned from the ground or something. Uh, yeah, you, know, yeah. <laughs> you, usually, you usually get that sort of. Um, but that that didn't happen um, at all. But the ending, it, it does work, and it, and it implies they're going to have more adventures, I suppose, because they yeah. name themselves. The yeah, we're the Monster Squad. Which, um, that was a very good impression, Andy. I'm very impressed by that. <laughs> Ooh, weird monster. Thank word. you very much for that. that was really, I enjoyed that. Thank you. Thank you, Rory Bremner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a shame there wasn't a sequel and it, it, it wasn't a hit, really. Yeah, but, um, it deserves me. And also, I think they would have struggled to do a TV show because there was actually a TV show called Monster Squad. By this time, it was like actually. Back to the monsters, they were the good guys fighting. Yeah, in the, in the seventies, wasn't it? Yeah. Which had which had no um, relation to the the film at all. But right. interestingly, there was a series in the seventies called Ghostbusters yeah. as well. It took wasn't them ages it? to get the rights to the name, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So yeah, I think it's maybe it's called that as a little nod because the guys who made this this film are nerds. Yeah. So they would have they'd have known this when they mm -hmm. done it. So possibly they did they did that. I I, I definitely think the character's called Sean because Lagoonies. I think they'd say, hey, you guys, because of that. But they're more almost jokey nods, yes. but there's a lot of really nice 
yeah. references to other films. I do like the fact as well that they they make up a ridiculous horror film called Groundhog Day 13. Oh, cool. yeah. And this is seven years before Bill Groundhog Murray's Groundhog Day. Day. Yeah. So people might look back on this and be like, what? Um, but then they, the, the description of um, how the main character died in it is very much like Friday the 13th. Yeah. So yeah. it's obviously a dig at that. Um, which, and those are the films what would have been big at this era. You'd, when was um, Fight Night released? Uh, that was, was that eight, yeah. Well, around the same time because it came about the same time as Lost Boys, so I think Fight Night might have been eighty eight. Oh, so right, yeah. around the same time. Um, so that's kind of like this, but that yeah, I was going to say yeah. that was that remind yeah. this remind me of that a little bit. But yeah. clearly, as you say, Fight Night's a bit more turbocharged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Fight Night's an eighteen for a start. Yeah, and then. it's got Roddy McDowell out with the monkey suit. Yeah, he's no. They put makeup on him to make him look human. But that, that Friday Night's a really good film, um, yeah. and unfortunately it was a hit, so I can't really do it for this book. No, 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 but, no. but I'd love to. I'd love the um, Friday Night Two though. That flop. I haven't seen that. I've been needing to. It sounds crap. Yeah, it is. It's, um, but that's one I actually didn't mind the remake of. It's nowhere near as good. Friday Night, but I didn't. Well, I it's a classic plot that doesn't make any sense. I love that. Who did he sense in the film? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was around, this was around the era where Freddy Krueger was popular, Halloween franchise was still going fairly strong, you had um, Friday the 13th. So, well, so then to bring these older characters into a film, yeah. maybe everyone just wanted to see these modern, popular ones as well. Yeah. Um, maybe they would have for a sequel, like having kind of fight them, kind of like. Oh, if they, if they could do one, a follow up now with their kids. And they've got to fight Freddy. Yes, Freddy. Yeah, Jason. Um, yeah, all this. This is something that they could do in a video game or something. Yes. But um, this, this has become a massive cult film, especially yes. in America. There's conventions and, and all this sort of thing. Um, but I'm surprised there hasn't been some sort of either comic book follow-up or yeah. animated series. So it's or the sort of film you think, particularly with like success post-release that yeah. someone a fan would have tried to get something going with it yeah I mean so there was there was a planned sequel not overly long ago but then I suppose with, with films like this that have got their cult following you can do a sequel years later and the, the, the audience don't pay to go to the cinema they're interested yeah. usually yeah. don't it yeah. yeah but I mean look at um, like Blade Runner which is one of the biggest cult films ever it didn't do very well at all when it came out people love it and it's been reissued loads of times and there's merch there's toys and stuff yeah, they do a sequel with Ryan Gosling one of the biggest actors around they make and a better film and people don't want to yeah. watch it yeah and it's, uh, yeah, and it's got the original controversial yeah. correct yeah, yeah. controversial yeah <laughs> and uh, well, I've seen it like, I kind of get why but I don't get that it has also because the house has the same vibe as the original Blade Runner Blade yeah. is not one of them kind of like fast paced actually yeah, kind yeah. of like slow yeah. The job, the atmosphere, and 2099 again does that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, pe people who liked the original did like it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, this is the thing for me. I, I actually am not a fan of Blade Runner. I see it's a really well made, well made film. Though, um, but it's just not for me. But I, I love the way it looks <laughs> and I appreciate it. That's but it's I'm not quite cheesy enough for me, probably. Nah. Um, but so you can see why, if they were to do something, especially big budget for um, Monster Squad. It would be a risk. You can see it not working, I suppose. It's yeah, I don't think it's yeah. Yeah. this was, as you were saying, yeah. small budget. So then if you chuck money at it, yeah, yeah. But you think it made you know a third back of its low budget, which is terrible. Shameful, yeah. yeah, but I mean, but you don't know. So long ago, you don't know what the release was yes. like and how it was promoted. That's yeah. what it can yeah. only have been something on that. It must have been. Yes. Yeah, 
so piss poor. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the, sometimes the, the studios don't push. You know, they might not think it works, mm -hmm. and it's probably a worry because the, when they got the the guys, the the writer and director, they'd um, done. Although they were up and coming, and then they done a, a, the night of the creeps, which flopped. Mm -hmm. So maybe that worried oh, so them as well. Them concurrently, so they've done one project that flopped, and this other thing they're doing. Yeah. They're kind of like, yeah, we're not going to give you that. Yeah, they're, they're, so they lost it. confidence in them. But they're probably yeah. kicking themselves because both films now are considered yeah. classics. Yes, yes. So, um, sure. yeah. So, um, I, I was thinking maybe if, you, if, you, if you've got it, maybe future show we could do Night of the Creeps. Yeah, but if it, we, actually, we could possibly do that as a sort of special or something because that's not one I grew up watching, so I don't know much about it, but I do really like it. Yeah. Um, but I'd definitely recommend it to anyone who. There is a, there's a special edition. Blu-ray out, which has got loads of extras on it. Tom Atkins is in it, who um, is a brilliant actor, who is the, like one of the cops in um, Escape from New York. He's the main guy in Halloween Three, grey-haired guy, moustache. He's in Maniac Cop, the one who isn't um, Bruce Campbell. He's a really good sort of B-movie actor. Always plays a cop. Brilliant, um, <laughs> nice guy. Spelt Andy wrong when I met him. He put a Y instead of a double E. But he's so talented that he changed it with the same pen so he didn't have to give hey. me another photo oh. well, I could have just told him how to spell it I suppose yeah. but um, I think I did um, but yeah um, he, he was sat next to um, Adrian Barbeau have you heard of her she was um, Barbeau she was in Escape from New York she's the one who does the um, DJ in the fog main woman in that oh yeah and um, loads of swamp things she's amazing. and um them two were sat next to each other and she laughed at him for, for making it wrong and they, they just seemed really nice good friends which mm -hmm. I thought was really really cool when you meet these old actors and mm -hmm. yeah. when you pay to meet them but still um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah I mean that was yeah he was a, he's a really cool guy and it's well worth checking out and it's a shame really that they had that little reference to the Monsters, um, Monster Squad in like the creeps that they couldn't do a crossover with these characters possibly and, yeah. and a franchise could have not been made because they didn't yeah. make any money yeah. <laughs> they did both do well maybe they would have put, yeah. put another sequel but, so they would have watched they could have had another thing they could have done zombies zombies yeah yeah sort of the too yeah. they, they must be but did they get older I mean Bride of Frankenstein was a cool character but that, that's owned by the, the studio so yes, they probably yeah. couldn't have done that really so they did cover them all really didn't yes, they yes they killed the things were the only one sort of like the 50s version of Oh yeah, the yeah. Sort yeah. Of, I don't yeah. think the thing was a universal kind of the one universal monster. No, exactly. Universal, I don't know. That's that no, here. I don't think, I don't but, but we haven't really mentioned the mummy because there's a great scene where um, <laughs> we the, the mummy's there's a, they're, they're like a, in the car trying to get away, and the mummy grabs on the back. Oh, like, and the dog grabs the bandage, gives it to you. Yeah, the dog's the hero. <laughs> yes. And they put put the part of the bandage from the mummy on a bow and arrow, shoot it, and that, that's the end of the mummy temporarily. Or is it the end of him completely? I don't think he comes back. No, no I don't think he comes back. I think. Oh, okay. I think. Like, yeah, it's almost uh, 20 minutes too short. Yeah. 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 <laughs> maybe maybe there's another 20 minutes or so, like, maybe like, it yeah. comes back and it gets, I don't, I don't, gets killed off again. Or maybe, like, as the parents come along, they run over the Murray Skull. I, I think there's one scene I would have liked as well. I would like to see the Murray Skull get run over. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. I was just sitting on the. On the DVD. There are deleted scenes. Might so it might be worth some of them were edited back in for the um, sort of TV broadcast, weren't they? Well, oh, okay. I, I read yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen okay. Yeah. There are definitely different there. versions of it. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be interesting. I, mean, I think possibly in the, the next couple of years, when there's it's 35 years old, especially now Stranger Things has come out, there might be that 
special edition come out yes. again, yeah. which would be really cool. Mm. And um, the documentary that came out two years ago now, I, I don't know how to get hold of it, um, yeah. the, no, but, but it might be on a streaming service or something in America yeah. because yeah, it's yeah. that sort of, you know, it's bigger over there, as, yeah. as we've said before. Yeah. Um, so what we'll do now is ratings from everyone out of 10. It got 7.1 on IMDb, which is the highest by far of any of the films we've <laughs> yeah. done so far. Um, which is a good, for a film not done that badly, <laughs> that's a really good score, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, when did you hear my score? Okay, we'll start, as you, you're excited, we'll start with Owen. I'm going to go 7.5. Oh, yeah, 7.5. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think that needs any... What would you rate the soundtrack? Um, soundtrack, first 20 minutes, probably an 8, and for the film overall, maybe a 6, but that's underused, perhaps, but, ah, okay. filmmaking. Okay, uh, Andrew. Oh, I'd go a bit higher. I reckon uh, seven seven point eight. Why not? Seven point eight. Yeah. Excellent. And how would you rate the hairstyles in the film? Oh yeah, but that's uh, that's got to be a six point nine, surely. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And Luke, I'm surprised you, um, um, Aaron and Andy put them so low. I would probably go, um, probably. I firstly don't see see a lot wrong wrong with it. Probably like a. 9.2 or something. 9.2, that's, that's yeah, good. The only reason it is because I gave uh, Super Mario Brothers an, an 8, I think. And <laughs> I liked that slightly more than this. This uh, is probably a better film. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. I think it's just like, like I said, I said earlier, acting's on point. It's probably has won the best group of kid characters in a film ever. Yeah. It's like, you can, you can tell how well it's yeah. made. Like, it's just like, I think, you know, or, or I think it's a little bit because I feel like gosh, hard done by I think maybe yeah. I might be puffed up a little bit only by a few like decimal points just cause like, I mean it's great cause you've literally just watched it and you loved it it's really good to yeah. see yes. or hear if you, if you listen and then how would you rate the rap at the end out of 10 oh uh, I'm a massive fan of rap but I'll give it a 8 Hey, there you go. That's good. That's that's above MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice together. Yes, yes. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Thanks to all of you for joining. Hopefully, we will get you all back at some point for another one if you're up for it. Yes. Um, and also, I do really appreciate you haven't seen it before today. But you actually all researched it as well, which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, it's been fantastic. I've really, really enjoyed watching this, as you can probably yeah. probably tell. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Please get on the the comments, the sharing if you want. Um, this is sort of a personal thing of the films I, I I grew up with, but if you do want to throw any our way, or my way, really, let me know because if it's, it might be one I've forgotten. And the best thing about this so far is actually revisiting these films and not just watching them, studying them. So that that's pretty cool. And uh, remember, Wolfman's got nards. Yes.